the constantly evolving shopping centre. When you look at like someone like a Westfield, boy, have they changed. And we are going to unpack a Northern Beaches icon, the Warringah Mall. Stay tuned. What's it like? It's all green. Look, I, if I was in a mental institution, it would probably look like something like this. It's so green. <laughs> so, uh, if for anyone that doesn't know, we built the new studio and it is all AstroTurf ceiling, floor, walls, AstroTurf, AstroTurf. <laughs> it's very, you can, you can actually, you can headbutt it and it won't hurt your head. It is a bit of fun, that's for sure. <laughs> so, Zanth, how are you? Yeah, well, thank you. How are you going? Good, good. I like your little icon yeah. this morning, the historian. <laughs> yeah, we're going to unpack, unpacking the history of, of Ringamore. Wow, has shopping changed or what? Hasn't it changed? And even with everyone moving to online shopping as well, um, the whole the whole landscape of shopping continues to evolve and has evolved so much. And everyone, every every couple of years, people talk about it um, uh, not having faith in it. It's like, oh no, there's no real future in shopping centres anymore, and it just it, they just keep morphing into something. It's a bit like McDonald's. They just keep morphing into something bigger, better, faster, stronger, survive, thrive. Well, yeah, you have to keep on, I suppose, keep up with trends, offering something a little bit different, doing it differently and keeping abreast of the market to know what your consumers really want um, and how to capitalise on that. And that's what they're definitely doing now. Our, for people that don't know, uh, Ringamore and Northern Beaches is one of the largest shopping centres in Australia. Um, a massive, massive land holding in an industrial, technically in an industrial estate. Um, it serves uh, almost 300,000 people. It serves over 100,000 homes. Um, and you can't kill it. Well, it survived for a very long time and continues to evolve, to change, to grow and just uh, really produce some wonderful experiences uh, for the storeholders and for the customers as well, for the community. Yeah, do you go, just out of interest, do you go regular? Not at all. My, the, so I, the Pilates studio that I go to that I'm a regular at is actually at Warringah Mall. So I'm there three or four times a week at least. <laughs> so I would say yes, oh, I'm wow. a regular touring the mall. Oh wow! And is uh, what's what's the thing you love about going there the most? Well, I predominantly go there for Pilates, but when I'm there on the weekend, I'll grab a coffee. I might get my nails done and just chill out it's easy everything is there in the one location i don't need to go anywhere else i can do my weekly shopping there after pilates grab a quick coffee do whatever i need to do and then head out there's free parking it's easy to get to um be it by car or by public transport so 
Uh, it's just a, a very convenient location at, with everything at its doorstep. Now, stepping back in history where it all started, Xanth, um, this little baby started in, um, nine in 1883. Yeah, you got it right. 1883. This little House. Was built by Sydney Alexander Malcolm in 1883, and in 1961, guess it sold to the Hooker Investments, which is that's now right, LJ Hooker? Hooker. So they um, they 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 owned it, ran it um, as and uh, and off it went as a um, a cool little block of land and development and. Then it went to Warringah Mall. It's been Warringah Mall for just under 50 years now. So um, to give peeps an idea, I've put a little bit of history together for us as well to suss out. Um, so that, I am, yeah, I am. So it, uh, it just got bigger. It just sprawled. It sprawled, it sprawled, it sprawled, and it sprawled. Um, David Jones... And Maya were certainly anchor tenants. Now, hasn't that changed? Where these these superstores are still around, but they're not not the anchors that they used to be. It seems like everyone's busted out of the stores and had their own little their own little thing now. Yeah, it will be interesting to see what ha what continues to happen with stores like David Jones and Maya. You don't need those all in one big shopping centers like that anymore when you've got these specialty retailers off to the side so it will be interesting to see that's, the history of that next that's the trend day eh? so we're seeing we're seeing everyone go individually into their own shops um now what's interesting is i was talking um with some management um of um of the group that owns um uh, center group that owns owns ringamall and they were saying what's really interesting is the way people actually cluster. They actually use, um, they farm a lot of data to work out who's to go where. Um, and they work out, there's particular science to credit card data where they can, uh, they can watch where a typical shopper will go when they finished shopping at the shaver shop, for instance. Yep. So what they'll do is they'll say, okay, well, typically that person that goes into the shaver shop, they will then go to this shop and they will then go to that shop. That's how they monitor habits. So, yeah. for instance, if you're going to go buy um, luggage, uh, there will be a particular habit that you will follow in spending past luggage. And then they actually start to cluster shops in that fashion for shoppers based off that data. Interesting. Yeah, building and mapping out customer journeys like that and strategically placing certain retailers in those specific cluster spots. It does make sense. I, you know, I have always really wondered, how do you get a shop there? Do you just apply for it? Here's my lease. I want to rent this space and away you go. I could be, I don't know, a shisha shop. Yeah. I'm going to guess so, that's a no because they've already got figured out in their minds what kinds of stores they want at each location. 
Now that's nuts. It's so they're not going off trial and error. They know exactly what's going to work and what's not going to work in particular yeah, locations. That's really good for the person renting it's the nuts. space, though. It's not set up for them to fail. It's set up for success. Yep. yep. Straight away. So out of interest, when because sometimes you will you'll go through a precinct of a shopping centre and you go, ah, uh, I like that shop there, but it's an unusual mix, and that's often how they get that mix. It's a science. Hey, well, I've just walked away learning something from this segment. <laughs> data, data. Another one as well, um, Pitt Street Mall. Um, in Pitt is the second highest shopping centre rent in the world. In the world. Pitt Street Mall. In the world. Yep. Wow. Big data. So they're and which is number the most one in the world, though? Times Square. Oh, I, that's surprising. I thought it would have, yeah. I didn't think that Australia would have come in second. I thought Harrods would have come in in there or <laughs> somewhere yeah, in the UK. Per, per square metre, um, I, I can't remember the, the, the iconic brand that was there. It was, uh, I think it was a handbag brand that was on the corner there. They're paying $1.8 million for 100 metres squared. A year? A year. Okay. A year. Back to Ringamore. Yes. Um, so there's a little fella there in the golden olden days. Uh, started off with. She's a cutie. Started off with 50 shops. Humble beginnings, and now it's grown. <laughs> it's just exploded yeah. over 360 now. Now that's just incredible. That's just incredible because that's a surplus to the shops that were there. Um, it just grew and grew and grew and grew. Um, what became important to us is transport, um, which is a little bit weird for some people in Sydney. They don't realise that. Our train line is a bus line and, and a very, very good one. Um, the B-line bus transport link only stops in four or five places on the northern beaches. Um, so it doesn't stop regular. It's much faster than a, than a, a regular bus. And it was a big win for, um, for Ringamall to get the, um, that B-line bus stopping in front of them. Yes, it's logical, Absolutely. but if you, if you push that bus 300 metres up the road to the centre of Brookvale, the centre of the suburb, um, it, it's, uh, it, flour it makes a business flourish or makes a business die slowly. So that was a big win for Ingemol getting the B-line bus there. Yeah, uh, yeah, just the transport to get to the mall, as I touched on earlier, is so easy. It really does wonders for the shopping centre itself and for the commuters, commuters getting there as well. So they, Wearingamall did have recent redevelopments. What was it? 2015, 2016? $310 million was spent in that redevelopment. Oh, Mark's just gone. I can continue to waffle. That's fine. <laughs> so $310 million is a lot of money. And with that, that did see uh, upgrades both internally and externally um, to what it stands as now. You've got the beautiful cinema, indoor-outdoor spaces, as well as a selection of specialty retailer stores, um, lovely concierge, upgrade to parking as well, which is always a really big thing, parking at shopping centres and the ease of access there. Um, 
Oh, Max just dropped out. <laughs> it's just me now, little old me. So if you are tuning in, we are talking about the evolution of Warringamall and we did have uh, the historian Mark Novak joining us for a while there. He's unfortunately just dropped out. I might see if I can send him a link to join again. Um, so we've gone through the humble beginnings of Warringamall, what started as 50 retailer stores. Um, in <laughs> I was just getting used to talking all by myself. I had the spotlight oh my... for once. <laughs> God, what happened there, Sam? I don't know. You just dropped out. I just dropped out. Um, so where were we? It sold. It was owned um, uh, in, its, in its heyday by the FAI uh, group. Um, I think they had an involvement with AMP. Then it went to Centre Group. Uh, sorry, then it went to Westfields, um, which was the Lowy family, um, yeah. and the Lowy, and they spent one point uh, one billion dollars buying that and another asset. I think this asset was at the time about a seven or hundred million dollar asset. Billion with a B. Billion dollars. Billion. I my brain can't fathom that amount of money. A thousand dollars is billion. Me. One billion dollars is even more. <laughs> and now we have a um, that's just come in from um, Robin Robbie Nemo, which you might be really good to um, answer this question. What are the property prices doing close to the mall? Well, the whole of Brookvale is about to go a complete facelift as well. So this is a very topical question. Yeah, um, let's do the whole of Brookvale, what it's going to be, and then wrap out and then and wrap out with the um, what it's going to do to property prices. But just quickly on the on the on the um, on its trade, Centre Group sold for thirty three billion dollars. The whole group, international group. Um, and so that sort of starts to put that centre at about probably about a one and a half billion dollar centre, um, if you look at what property prices have done. And then now they're spending; um, they've just spent three hundred and fifty million. These guys, it's it's big money. This whole thing with with future of an additional two hundred and twenty five million dollars to spend down the track for further upgrades. I billion. <laughs> Not billion, million. <laughs> but yes. it's it's high it's high stakes. It's huge turnover. It's not dying. I was there for I think it was on Tuesday. The money that gets spent on these refurbs of these shops, it, the place is immaculate. So it's a happy place. So it, it's a beautiful. It is a, a really lovely, beautiful mall. <laughs> We're in the mall. If you haven't been there already, go for a friendly visit. But collectively around Brookvale, uh, it's not just Warringamall that continues to evolve and change and provide uh, up to the pulse services to the community. The whole of Brookvale is going in for a massive redevelopment. It's a whopper. So back on the back of what you were saying before, Anthony, Brookvale's had some, um, some changes within its zonings um in the area and its allowance with height its allowance with units um fortunately uh the council's chosen to develop units closer to the beeline bus stop which has been a big win for Warringah Mall. uh fortunately there's their land has fallen into that catchment and uh there's it's earmarked for about 1300 units in brookvale 
and there's a high concentration of those 1300s on the Ringham Mall site. So um, actually, I've been speaking with um, some of the consultants from the mall, from Centre Group, about it. Um, it is very exciting to see what can be developed there because now they're going to they've they've done it in the city. Uh, so they've joint ventured with uh, large-scale residential and office um, developers, and they yep. are on the site. So we're going to start seeing some development on uh, on the Pitwater Road site of Ringamore with residential in years to come. That's exciting. And I suppose when you invest money like that into a suburb, that will help to inflate prices, um, modernise the suburb, uh more people when you're spending money there people want to live there so to speak so Big with time. regards to rob and robbie nemo's question what are property prices doing close to the mall how would you answer that you know what it, it just can't be a bad thing it just can't be an adverse a naughty an unattractive thing it's only going to be good it's not a beach it's not a beach suburb and it never was and it never will be and that's not what people are living there and are gonna live there for. It's a practical suburb, very handy to the beach, very handy to transport, very handy to shops. So I think on the back of convenience it's gonna do really, really well, which is gonna full push through to pricing. So I think the answer is if you are going to be buying in Brookvale, you will be making some nice nice money from the upshot of development. A bit like DY with Meriton being built. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Boom. Boom. See you, everyone. That is Bye. what's happening at, at Ringamore from a real estate agent's perspective. It's been a pleasure. See you soon. Billion Bye. dollars. A billion. See a billionaire. <laughs>